0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Thrill Life Podcast here on Coasters and Things YouTube channel. I'm Nick from Beyond the Thrills, here with Jason, Coasters and Things, as always. What's going on, man? Not much. What about you? Doing well. And we are also here with our first guest for Series 3, a good friend of mine, Jack Coaster John. Jack, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, Nick. Hey, Jason. Nice Nice to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to have you on today. lot of news to discuss. As always, there's never a dull moment on this podcast. There's always something going on in the industry to talk about. So, why don't we start with none other than the Golden Ticket Awards. These were released, what, Saturday? It was held at Dollywood, right?
2: Yeah, Friday and Saturday. So, the Golden Ticket Awards are held, I believe, the second weekend of September every year gotcha this year is this is the 25th anniversary of the golden ticket awards this year by the way oh wow i didn't realize it'd been around that long so yes they were hosted at dollywood this year dollywood has done it all this year they hosted CoasterCon, they hosted the golden ticket awards and they racked up five golden ticket awards this year that's the most golden ticket awards that one park has won in one year awesome so makes, yeah makes why don't you ready? uh Makes me very proud to be a Tennessee boy. <laughs> then there you go. Why don't you list off the five that they won? Okay. Well, I was gonna go in order, but uh, you can,
0: all right, yeah, go in order, go in order.
2: Yeah. So first off, best amusement park, Dollywood won this for the first time ever. This is the first time that mm-hmm. uh, a park that was not Cedar Point or Europa Park has won best amusement park in the Golden Ticket Awards.
1: I'm honestly okay. surprised that Dollywood hasn't gotten it before. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's yeah. pretty well deserved. Like it gets such high praise every year, but
2: yeah. Good some for them. some coaster enthusiasts don't like Dollywood because their coaster collection is uh, more family oriented.
0: Yeah, I can see that. There definitely is like kind of a gap. Like they could use a launch coaster of some sort.
2: Uh, they have like three launch coasters. They don't need no like a more like an, major launch coaster an like a max
0: launch. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like a max force maybe. Maybe. They need something that goes upside down again. I'll say I'm that.
1: still holding out hope for another mock Extreme Spinner going there. I, I, another I another am. one in the Herschen family.
2: I am, too. That's a launch coaster. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah.
0: Got, it, yeah. got to get that.
2: But, yeah, Dollywood was best amusement park. Best water park for the 25th straight year is Schlitterbahn. No surprise <laughs> there. That place looks awesome. Schlitterbahn looks great. I think it probably should be second place in the golden tickets behind Volcano Bay, personally. Yeah, that'd be like the... One I'd have up there with it probably. Um, best family park, Dutch Wonderland. Uh, and I well deserved say, say I agree with this Dutch Wonderland is a great family park, it really is.
0: Yeah, well deserved. Have a ton of memories there. Um, you know, there's a lot of really
2: good family parks out there. I'm surprised Sesame Place has never won it, to be completely honest. Uh, I, I've been to both those places. Dutch Wonderland is a lot better than Sesame Place. Yeah, I was about to
1: say, I, I think that's super well-deserved. For Dutch Wonderland, Uh, I've only been there once, but like honestly, it feels like a really, really nice park. Like especially for just something that's just supposed to be family friendly, like not really notable. Um, But I I really love Kingdom Coaster there, like that thing, like the first CCI. Like honestly, I had no expectations for that, and it was great. And I, I I think it's a lovely little park, especially for anybody visiting Hershey. That's like a great plus one park or plus three, honestly.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the first time I went there, the first time I went there in 2021, I literally decided. 30 minutes before i uh got there that i was gonna go wow wow oh yeah because you went to strasburg railroad right yeah you nick you were the one that ultimately convinced me to go thank you for that (laughs)
0: did i oh yeah i'm sure i did like i said i have so many memories there and it's totally well deserving of uh this award once again Mm -hmm. yeah next
2: is best kids area wild grove at dollywood
0: I could see that. Yeah, that's still relatively new. What was that, 2019?
2: Yeah, I'll say, uh, I probably agree. I'll say, though, the foliage and trees need to grow in more. You think so? Yeah. So next is best guest experience, Dollywood. Nice.
0: I gotta say, uh,
2: I'm not sure uh, if I would put this over Universal or Disney for guest experience overall. You work there this summer. You tell us. Yeah, uh, it is. It is really nice guest experience. But putting Dollywood over Disney and Universal for guest experience, uh, I don't know about that.
0: I haven't been to Dollywood. I couldn't tell you. Jack, you haven't been there either, right?
1: I have not. But from, from what I've heard, I, I honestly d- don't hear a whole lot of complaints about Dollywood besides like Mystery Mine and, and like obviously and like uh, lightning rods, you know, poor operations. You but, probably like.
2: Yeah. You've probably heard Mystery Mods complaints from me.
1: <laughs> I, I, I've i heard it all over, man. Like, I mean, before and after they switched up that layout, like it, it just seemed, I I don't know, like I, that's the, definitely one of my number one bucket list parks and a park that I really want to try to get out to next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lightning Rods Operations is why I did that that's kind of scared me away. Um, but it's been a little bit better recently. But, you know, as far as guest experience, uh, you know, I'd have to see for myself there.
2: The Hershey parks are very well managed.
0: Yeah, I can't really say. I mean, Universal is my, like, both Studios and Islands of Adventure are, like, in my top, like, five overall parks I've been to. So I think very highly of Universal Orlando. But, yeah, I could see both Silver Dollar City and uh, Dollywood and uh, even even Wild Adventures. I mean, I know they don't have anything, like, standout-ish, if that makes sense, but yeah. it still
2: looks like a nice park. Mm-hmm. Next. Most beautiful park, Wish Gardens Williamsburg. Yep, that's I, definitely deserving. I agree with this. Could have called that. Uh, they've won that category every single year. And now that I've been to that park, I un- totally understand why. I totally agree.
0: Oh, 100%.
2: Yeah, definitely well deserved. Mm-hmm. Best food, Knobles. I totally agree with that. Oh, yeah. They,
0: yeah, really good food, cheap, like, you know. Everything is a lot of like grab and go as you walk. There's, a there's so much
2: food. There's yeah. Food. I
0: think
1: like, like there's more food stands and employees working at the food stands than there are rides and ride operators. You know what I mean? Like uh... and most of the time when I, when I go to a park, I don't usually even eat the food at that park, but Knobles, I was getting a little bit of food here, a little bit of food there. All of a sudden I spent like over $20 on food, which I like never do at a park. <laughs> It pleased me. It was so good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When I was there this summer, my uncle must have had water ice like four times because we just kept walking near a different stand. And then I got like these Mac bites, a hot dog. You know, the food is, again, it's cheap. So you're really not spending that much. You could spend as much on like one meal at a Cedar Fair or Six Flags Park on six different items at Knoebels. Exactly.
2: Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I'm going to mention this next one real quick. They have retired the best wildlife and marine life park category after this year. SeaWorld Orlando officially won the uh, Legend Award for that category because it won it every single year. Why do you think they took it away? I don't know. I thought that was a good category, if I'm completely honest.
0: Yeah, same. I mean, there are a number of like SeaWorld and marine life parks. I feel like you could still have that award, but yeah, that's a little interesting.
2: But I agree with SeaWorld Orlando being the best marine life park. Breakout FEC Funland of Fredericksburg. I thought it was going to go to Fun Spot Atlanta. To be honest,
0: <laughs> I don't fully. I don't fully agree with that one. Yeah. Uh,
2: then again, Fun Spot Atlanta won it two years ago.
0: Yeah, but they should have won it this year. They added Airy. Yeah. They
2: added Air Force and, One this year.
1: Exactly. See, I feel like that's what now almost puts them outside of that category you know what i mean now that they actually have yeah. a major steel attraction and they spent you know tens of millions of dollars on that thing that that i mean everything else at the park's still an fec but now they're like okay now you're not even in that category anymore <laughs> uh, because of a very forced one but i i will say funland of fredericksburg i have not been there but that's been on my list for a while like i'm, tr- I'm trying to get that plus one uh either going to or coming from uh king's dominion it's like an, an hour down the road
2: I considered going there when I went to Virginia this summer, but I ran out of time, sadly.
1: It's a good location. It's right off 95, so I'm, I'm not surprised that they've been growing.
2: Okay. Yeah. Best Halloween event, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hollywood or Orlando? Orlando. Okay. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Both look great. I mean, overall, probably Orlando because they have the better collection of rides, but I hear great things about uh, the Haunt Houses at uh, Hollywood as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Best Christmas event, Smoky Mountain Christmas at Dollywood. If I'm completely honest, now that I've been to Silver Dollar City at Christmas time, an old time Christmas at Silver Dollar City deserves it more than Smoky Mountain Christmas at Dollywood does.
0: What coasters do they have open during their Christmas event at uh, Silver Dollar City? All
2: of them. Wow, really? Both Silver Dollar City and Dollywood have all their coasters open during Christmas time. Well, when Lightning Rod wants to be open. Yes, when Lightning (laughs) Rod wants to be open, yeah. (laughs) Uh, What do we got next? Next, Best New Show. It's some sort of French name. I'm probably not even going to try and pronounce it. Nick, if you want to, you can put it up on the screen uh, in a text. Okay, what park is it at? (sighs) Some place in France. I don't know how to pronounce it either. Oh, I didn't even find
0: this one. I don't even know this one. But... But, the,
2: but the category is best new show. So it's a new show. Okay. Yeah, it's a French show at a park in France.
0: Luckily, I don't think we have any viewers from France watching, so I think we're safe.
2: <laughs> best water ride, Valhalla at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Okay. Yeah, I've seen videos of that. If I'm going to play, I predicted Dudley do right at universal to win this and Valhalla. Now that Valhalla is back open, it won it again.
0: Yeah. That's a great log flume. Um, Popeye's is a great rapids ride as well. Um, escape from Pompeii is a really good one at Busch gardens, Williamsburg. Um, yeah, there's so many yeah. water rides that are, you know,
2: worthy yeah, I mean, of that award. Mystic river falls looks great at Soto our city.
0: Yeah yeah
2: definitely yeah uh best water park ride mammoth at splash and safari at holiday world this is my this is my favorite water park ride and i'm so happy that it finally got the recognition it deserves yeah what's the what is what's the other one called that usually wins wildebeest wildebeest right it was second this year to uh, mammoth the previous year's mammoth has been second or third and wildebeest has always won nice But this year, Mammoth won. And it's my favorite water park ride. So, there you go. Nice. Best dark ride, Rise of the Freaking Resistance at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah, definitely. I do think I like
0: Flight of Passage, which is at Animal Kingdom better. However, Rise of the Resistance is still awesome. You don't even have to like Star Wars to enjoy Rise of the Resistance. It's just such a cool ride. Like, I'm not even a Star Wars guy. but I appreciate Galaxy's Edge for what it is. Do I miss Streets of America? Yeah, I definitely do. Hollywood Studios is not the same anymore.
2: Yeah, but
0: we wouldn't have Rise of the Resistance without
2: Galaxy's Edge. So uh, it kills me that I still haven't done Rise of the Resistance yet. I went in 2018 the last time before it opened. The drop is so cool.
1: It's just such a cool ride. Wait to spoil it, Nick? Because yeah, I, I I haven't done it either. Yeah, the last time I went oh, to Disney was 2017. Well, yeah.
0: Well, now you no, know you're good. you yes.
1: <laughs> um, But uh, no, I'll just act like I didn't hear that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm and, and I am a big Star Wars guy. Um, and no, yeah, like, I, I, I would. I know. I, I got. I got to get over there ASAP.
2: Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Man. This next one is a brand new category this year: best family coaster, Big Bear Mountain at Dollywood. Personally, okay. I think it won this because it's brand new. If I'm completely honest. My pick for the best family coaster would have been Hagrid's at Islands of Adventure. Yeah, that
0: still looks better than Big Bear Mountain. However, <laughs> Big Bear Mountain looks good.
2: I think Hagrid should have won it uh, for best family coaster my, myself. But Big Bear Mountain is still a good choice.
0: Some don't consider Hagrid's a family coaster, though. I was going to say, like,
1: it, yeah. has it won that category before? Because it might be you know, like slightly above that in, no, in their a, eyes. It's
2: a brand new category this year.
1: Ah, uh, okay
2: and uh best innovation the 208 retrack by rmc okay next up uh before we get to the best new for 2023 awards i'm gonna do the top 10 steel coasters and top 10 wooden coasters this year
0: all right go 10 to
2: 1 to make it a little more interesting yeah because they have the top 50 for each one listed on uh, amusement today's website I don't we don't have time to run through 50. Nah, so, I'm gonna nah. run through, <laughs> so I'm gonna run through the top ten for each one. All right, good call. For, for uh Steel, it was actually a tie for ninth place between Intimidator 305 at King's Dominion and Maverick at Cedar Point. Those are little that's literally my number one and my number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> those are those are both like yeah, like top five, top six for me.
0: <laughs> I think that's like insanely low though like the fact that neither (laughs) of those are even in the top five is a little concerning to me but hey not my not my list so yeah do what you want to do amusement today i don't agree with that but
2: yeah number (laughs) number eight Terran at fantasia land all right yeah that's acceptable that ride looks really good that that always gets ranked pretty high Mm -hmm. yeah
0: i feel like it's more so for what's around the actual ride than the actual layout though
2: for sure Number seven, Superman, the ride at Six Flags, New England. Absolutely that, not. <laughs> that, that, that is actually, I think the lowest that ride has ever ranked. Personally, I am not as high on Superman, the ride as I used to be.
0: Yeah, no, I don't even think that should be top 10. Top 50? I,
1: sure. I think that just gets grandfathered in because it's just like a legend of the golden ticket awards, you know what I mean? From, from like the, you know, the two 2000- thousand thousands and now they're just like we we just we just got to keep it on the list
2: (laughs) yeah it won the golden ticket award uh uh, five times back in the day yeah back in the day it was it and millennium force battling it out for the number one spot every year yep but uh yeah number six expedition g-force at holiday park yeah that's got to be on there for sure i think part of my bucket list yeah, that's one of
0: my top bucket list roller coasters. I think when we did the, our top ten, that was like in my top
2: three. I think that was. Ma- I think that's maybe a little high, if I'm completely honest. For what's been built in the last few years, yeah, I'd say that's a
0: little high. But um, it should still be like top mm. twenty, I think.
2: Yeah, it's ranked as high as number three in the past. Mm. You know what? Also, is ranked as high as number three in the past. Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah maybe like 20 maybe like 15 20 years ago i could see it but
2: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway number five iron guazi at bush gardens tampa
1: well deserved
2: yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that i think that should be a little higher honestly yeah yeah i was actually going to say maybe top three but uh that's yeah it's a good spot number four steel vengeance at cedar Point. Oh Great. man. Great ride. Yeah. Although, uh,
1: that's low too.
2: <laughs> I, I, I know. And here's the thing. Uh, I swear the past, uh, four years, uh, I've predicted that steel vengeance was going to come at the number one spot and it never dies. And I predicted it again this year and it, it was number four. Last year it was number two.
0: <laughs> hey man, what are you going to do? I mean, it's one of those rides that I feel like when it was announced and it first opened, the hype for it was like, at an all-time high. And then for a while there, enthusiasts weren't giving it much recognition. They were saying it was overrated. I think just because everyone gave it so much attention when it first opened. And then now it's back to that, like some say it's underrated and some say it's fine, but it's never been back to that level where people say it's the best coaster. Like everyone still has it in their top 10, but not like top three anymore. It's my number five.
2: It's my number three.
0: Or, okay. Actually, it's my number
2: one. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's my number three. Yeah.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, enthusiasts, that's kind of like the reception now rather I've, than
2: when it first opened. I was thinking because it was number two last year and because another coaster was closed for quite a bit this year that we're about to get to. I thought Steel Vengeance has shot at taking the number one spot, but it didn't, sadly. Yeah. But, anyways, number three, Velocicoaster, Islands of Adventure. Great spot. naturally yeah, really good spot. I agree with that spot. That is really good. Number two Millennium Force at Sear Point. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Maybe like top 30. No. I don't know. It won the Golden Ticket Award like what 10 or 12 times back in the day for Best Steel Coaster. I don't even think it belongs in the top 10 anymore.
1: Yeah, that's that's just another one like Superman, where they're just like, well, we just got to give this thing respect for winning it so many times. Like, it's just got to it's like it's like, you know, old NBA or NFL players that just keep getting all stars or, you know, Pro Bowl, you know, uh, nominations like
0: it's (laughs) they're just
1: grandfathered into it, you know, and and, and, but but Millennium Force isn't even the second best steel coaster at the park. Like, so how can it be the second best in the world? I don't
0: know. I would say it's third best in the that's park. what
1: I mean. Yeah, it's it's For, not even it's not even oh no, in no, the no, top I'm two at its own park.
0: I'm at fourth. I actually, fourth. Raptor, yeah, true. I actually have Raptor above Millennium Force. And
1: I think a lot I think a lot of people would have Magnum above Millennium Force too. I have it yeah, right there. I don't know
0: about that one. Uh,
1: <laughs> I th- I think I think you've had, had a very common guest on here who would who would definitely have Magnum o- o- over everything at Cedar Point.
2: Hawk OG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, but it's, that's crazy that three of Cedar points coasters placed in the top 10. Yeah. Um, I'll say, I'll nah, I have, one. I have
0: Raptor above millennium though. There are probably Cedar fair or Cedar point. Sorry. Fanboys like Nate that would have <laughs> millennium that high, maybe even Magnum up there. I personally don't see
2: either of those. I don't like Magnum, but anyways, uh, Ooh. millennium Force millennium Force isn't even in my top 25 anymore
0: it's fast it's cool for what it is it was probably so innovative for its time but now the way technology
2: has just come so far it was probably yeah it was probably the best coaster in 2000
0: again with technology this day and age it's not as cool as some of these other rides we're you know we're spoiled I mean, it deserves
1: to be in the top fifty for sure, but definitely not, definitely not number two. Over the thing is like it being over Steel Vengeance and Maverick, in my opinion, is just crazy. But you know, like like I said, they they love that thing, so it's just always it's always ranked highly. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's never.
2: Think about this for a second. It's never ranked lower than number three since two thousand.
1: Yeah, it's got it's got to start dropping at some point. (laughs) I know.
2: And finally, number one. You probably know what it is. It's Fury 325 at Carowinds. For the seventh year in a row, Fury 325 has won the Golden Ticket War for Best Steel Coaster, even with being closed most of the summer due to it having two cracked supports.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, if that streak were to end, I would have guessed this year because of the fact that, you know, it was closed most of
2: the summer. I thought the streak was going to end because it was closed a lot of the summer. It's a great yeah.
1: point. Yeah, no, if if this were the year that Steel Vengeance could have, you know, taken the crown, it it, it would've it would have been this year. Yeah.
2: I was hoping it was gonna take the crown from um from uh Fury uh this year, but of course it didn't. <laughs>
1: yeah. But from what I can tell, I mean, I, I think Fury is super well deserving and you know, uh just to announce it here on the channel officially, I will find out finally officially uh later this week. Hey, oh, nice. I'll be, I'll cool. be taking, I'll be taking a day trip on Saturday. <laughs>
0: that's a great. A day fly,
1: fly, fly, flying. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Fine. Cheap flights okay. down there. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, okay. No, yeah. Fine. You know, I'm, I'm driving 16 hours in a day. No. Yeah. Yeah. So flying down Saturday morning, flying say. back Saturday yeah. night. Oh, so yeah. you're doing like I'm super excited.
0: You you're doing like what you did to Atlanta then.
1: Yeah. 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 And, you know, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, I get lucky this time and, you know, another support doesn't crack a week before my trip (laughs) that that would be great
2: (laughs) nobody could have guessed that one you're right Um, yeah (laughs) yeah so that was the top 10 steel coasters now for the top 10 wooden coasters from 10 to 1 number 10 outlaw run at silver dollar city okay sounds about right that's a little low honestly you think yeah yeah okay it's not a traditional wooden coaster though that could be why it didn't rank higher Number nine, Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm. If I'm completely honest, I have never gotten the hype behind Ghost Rider. I haven't ridden it, but I've never understood the hype behind Ghost Rider. I think
0: I'd like Gold Striker at California's Great America more. That looks yeah. very underrated.
1: Ghost Rider I actually have ridden, but I rode it before the, uh, the GCI oh. retrack, and it was – Horrible. <laughs> like I wrote it with my mom, who is not like the the young the youngest person, and she hated it. She was in immense pain the whole time. We were just getting jackhammered the entire ride, and yeah, yeah it was it was not good. Yeah, so I, I would love to rewrite it. It would, I think it would shoot up my rankings real high.
0: So um, how long ago was that it. then? Because yeah. when did it you was right you before,
1: know? it was right before. Yeah, so we went out there 2015, I think, and I think it got retracked in 2016.
2: Yeah,
0: that sounds right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Number eight, Ravine Flyer two at Waldemere.
0: Yeah, there's like nice. two parks in Pennsylvania. I got to hit Kennywood and Waldemere. And uh,
2: no, number eight is the magic number for Ravine Flyer two. It always seems to rank at number eight every single year. Yeah, it, it for
0: a small park, um, and for not being this huge roller coaster like, and for being in Pennsylvania first of all, because their coaster collection is stacked. It always seems to yeah. get the recognition it deserves.
2: Yeah, uh, it's my top bucket list wooden coaster. Oh yeah, I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. Now it was El Toro was my top bucket list coaster for a long time, but now, and it was obviously my top bucket list wooden coaster. But now my top bucket list wooden coaster is Reindeer Fire too. Yeah, no, nah, definitely a good pick. Yeah, number seven, Mystic Timbers at Kings Island. That's a good spot, I'd say. Maybe yeah. a little, maybe a little high, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot of the GCI coasters look very similar, but uh, Mystic yeah. Timber looks looks good. I don't know yeah. if it would be my favorite at Kings Island, but it looks yeah, good. I'd,
1: yeah, I'd have to I'd have to hear the rest of the list, but I, I
2: feel like that's a little low. Uh, that's yeah. one of my that's one of my higher ranked uh, wooden coasters. Number six from the same park, the Beast at Kings Island.
0: Yeah, nah, I'd probably say mystic over beast at least. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's pretty high for the beast. The beast is fantastic for what it is, but that's pretty dang high for it.
0: I just don't know how to feel about the beast. Like, the layout is just so bizarre. It's probably very cool at night because it goes through the woods. It is. But, like, it's nothing to, like, the actual layout on paper is nothing to rave about. It kind of just meanders around.
2: The beast is great for what it is, though. Yeah. Super unique.
0: Yeah, I'll go in with an open mind. I just, again, yeah. I don't know really what to think of it, but I probably would not put
2: it over Mystic Timbers, though. <laughs> yeah, I find it interesting that those two Kings Island woodies ranked back-to-back. Yeah, that's true. That might no. be the
0: first time that's ever happened.
2: Yeah, number five, Boulder Dash at Lake Compounds. Okay. I, so,
1: yeah, I got I got to get back there, man, because I've yeah. only had one ride on it, and it Shirt, was... Sure, I'm
2: rocking today. Nice. Yeah, there you go.
1: I really I, – that's another one like Ghost Rider. I, I just – I got to get a read ride on it because I got a horrible ride. I, I think I made the mistake of sitting in, like, the second or third row. Only got one ride. Did not see the hype at all. I got I to gotta get back there.
0: I feel like
2: yeah. it's probably a back row ride. Yeah. Num- yeah. Number four, this coaster shot up from last year, Thunderhead at Dollywood. Nice. That is really freaking high, but I'm so glad it's finally starting to earn some recognition. it hey. is is now the top ranked GCI once again?
1: Nice. I, I've heard good things. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that have that ranked. You know, same thing as this list higher than Mystic. So you know, good for good for
2: Thunderhead. You know, it won the Golden Ticket Award for Best Wooden Coaster in two thousand five and two thousand six. You can definitely see that before El Toro opened too. So it's still sense. it's still the only GCI to win the Golden Ticket Award for Best Woody. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the first time. That's the first time in eight years that Thunderhead's in the top five. Awesome. It's probably because of the awesome retracking that Dollywood has done to it. Uh, Everyone loves Thunderhead now. I swear, that thing is in its prime now, 19 years after it opened. There you go. Number three. Number three was my pick for the uh, Golden Ticket Award for Woody this year, El Toro. Okay, I can see why it dropped a little bit. Um, It was number three last year, so it's the same as it was last year.
0: Yeah, well, I can see why it's not number one, I mean, because, well, you know, there is this one coaster that tends to win every single year, even though nobody (laughs) understands why.
2: (laughs) You're right. (laughs) right. Yeah,
1: I mean, if it were up to me, I would also have El Toro
0: at the top of this list, but, you know.
2: El Toro or... The number two spot, number two is Voyage at Holiday World.
0: I do think Voyage looks better than El Toro now.
2: I disagree with you there. Having ridden both of them and ridden Voyage again recently, El Toro is infinitely superior when it comes to airtime now. Okay. All right. Well The Voyage the Voyage is a lot longer, but yeah. it's it's rougher and the airtime is not as good as El Toro's.
1: I could I could see the argument for Voyage having like a more complete layout and uh you know obviously it does have a longer ride experience, but yeah, I mean like the the, the airtime on El Toro is unmatched, honestly in my opinion.
2: I will say though, those two woodies in my rankings, they separate themselves from all the other wooden coasters I've ridden.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Those the, those those are on another level for sure.
2: Those are easily the top 2 woodies I've ridden. <laughs> And then we have number one. Yeah, if you know it, for uh, the fifth time now, it's Phoenix at Knobles.
0: All right. Um, having ridden El Toro a number of times, and Phoenix now a good number of times, um, I don't even think it's close. Like,
2: No. Uh, Phoenix has now won it five times. That's a tie with Voyage and Boulder Dash. For the most times, a wooden coaster has won Golden Ticket Award.
1: Wow. I mean, this is this is just another one of those classic rides that just is always, you know, ranked highly uh, amongst the Golden Ticket Awards. And, and I, like, it's honestly no surprise to me or anybody, I think, that this won it. And But the thing I will give, you know, Knoebels credit for and, and Phoenix in general, like, you know, though El Toro has stronger airtime, I feel like the argument could be made that Phoenix has better quality airtime. Like, because you're literally, like, just floating out of your seat upon each hill. You know what I mean? Like, Phoenix is in my in my opinion probably one of the most unique rides out there because just the airtime is just unlike anything else that i've experienced just the lack of restraint it's insane like you're just you're just literally out of your seat like the entire time
0: yeah i do i it. do love that it feels unsafe i it really does. i don't understand <laughs> i don't un- i don't understand how they let like little kids on it to be honest it's like I- to me to I've me, seen it's parents like, like hold their kid down.
1: <laughs> oh God, to me, it's like, uh, like, like taking a, taking a trip back to the, back to the past, right? Like it, it take, you know, hop in your golden ticket time machine and, and, you know, go back to, you know, uh, a classic wooden coaster that, you know, I feel like back in like the early 1900s, every ride was like that with no seatbelts, no, you know, lap bars that came down, you know, and, 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 you know, shut tight. Like that's probably what every coaster was like, where you're just literally out of your seat the entire time so yeah it's, yeah it's it's just it feels out of this world
2: yeah yeah so uh phoenix has won it five times voyage has won it five times boulder dash has won it five times uh el toro's won it twice thunderheads won it twice um what oh raven at holiday world won it four times back in the day yeah
1: yeah need 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 el toro to win that a couple more times honestly we
2: need L4 When was the
0: last time 5-10? it won? Twenty eighteen seventeen. Twenty seventeen.
2: Twenty seventeen. Okay. It won in twenty twelve and twenty seventeen. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. It- um, I don't know if it ever will win again personally, although I don't know. Like it's still really good. It's just not quite the same, I feel like, since it reopened this past year. All right. But I don't know. I could you know, I could talk about that all day. I, my opinion on that ride is like kind of up in the air right now. I feel like I just need to ride it more.
2: Yeah. Now for the Golden Ticket Awards for the new for twenty twenty three stuff. First up, best new attraction installation, Air Force One. Hell yeah! That should I be like in the it. top ten steel coasters. Hey, made, made the top twenty five. It made the top twenty five steel coasters. Top ten. Yeah. Snub. Yeah, I'd probably snub. Agree with
1: but I, I I think I think you know in years to come it will definitely you know climb that leaderboard because you know it's it 's a new attraction, but you know that 's well deserved not, not only not not you know it, it didn 't just win best new coaster because I, I mean you' you 'll get to that one but uh yeah, new attraction overall, I agree with because like that 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 thing's insane
2: i'm uh, 'm disappointed though that it didn 't win best new roller coaster because the ride that won best new roller coaster was Wildcats Revenge at Hershey Park. Yeah, I was I was afraid this was going to happen, and I think the reason why they gave it to Wildcats Revenge instead of uh, Air Force One is because uh, Air Force One's an FEC and Wildcats Revenge is a major park, and they didn't want an FEC coaster to win that award. I'm afraid.
1: I could see that but I, I the, the way I looked at it as soon as I heard that Air Force 1 also won, you know, best bet new attraction, is that they sort of just spread the love cuz to me like, you know, yeah. those two are my bet, are my favorite new coasters of 2023 and though I do rank Air Force 1 higher than Wildcat's Revenge, it's almost like they didn't want to give the Oscars to the same movie, right? Like they wanted to like make sure everybody got their fair share. And so yeah, like, you know, was Wildcat's Revenge the best new attraction overall? No. Was Air Force 1? Yes. And then maybe the oh, yeah. new coaster was almost like a consolation prize, but also, yeah, I mean, Hershey certainly played a part in that. I think.
2: Yeah. You can't be mad. Uh, Air force one got a golden ticket award this year. So you can't be mad. Yep. Um, best new family attraction. I predicted this one and I nailed it right in the coffin. Mario Kart Bowser's challenge at super Nintendo world at universal studios, Hollywood. Yeah, buddy. Yep. Yeah. It makes sense. I, definitely, I nailed that one perfectly in my prediction.
0: Um, pretty sure that exact ride will be at epic universe when that opens as well or maybe a like slightly different but the same concept
2: can't wait for that it looks so good i imagine it it,
1: i imagine it'll probably be like a revenge of the mummy situation where it's like the exact same ride exact same theme and then there's like some slightly different aspects about it oh there you go yeah
2: yeah mummy's a great ride best new water park ride rocket blast at waldemir this is the new water coaster at waldemir
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Water World or whatever it's called, Yeah,
2: right? yeah. Waldemere did very good with that addition this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting
0: to see what they add in the next few years. Maybe they'll add something major to their uh, uh, dry park because, I mean, look at what's been going on at these other parks in Pennsylvania these last couple of years.
2: Yeah. Um, and lastly, the the Leadership Award. This goes to a person involved In the theme park industry every year. I personally was hoping it'd go to Jeffrey Siebert, but it actually went to Eric Anderson, who uh, is the leadership at Quasi.
1: Wow. I almost feel like Jeffrey Siebert's too, too easy of a pick because he is like the most outward, you know, communicating type park executive to coaster enthusiasts and the community and everything like he's he posts about everything like they install a new park bench or a water yeah. fountain or a bathroom he's posted about it like i mean you know like, <laughs> obviously he's he's talking about like all the major stuff and the major rides and stuff but then he'll just post about like random other little things around the park it's like cool last, like, last right. year
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> anything last. they add is amazing yeah, yeah,
1: Like oh he's freaking out about every little thing that that yes <laughs> texas does i'm sure that the, the other guy at, at quasi like you know i'm sure he's a Quieter leader and but, and you know behind the scenes.
2: Yeah. But, but yeah, last year Jeffrey Siebert, he actually co-won it with Dick Knobel, the president of Knobles last year. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I'm so, glad to so, see in
0: uh twenty twenty two they're still, you know, honoring Dick Knobel as if it was the nineties, eighties, nineties, early two thousands. Like that's awesome.
2: Yeah. It's amazing that he's still uh Knobles Park president at his age he's 83 years old
0: yeah i mean he has a lot of help from his family but still he's still the head of the helm
2: so mm-hmm. i his, got i got up. to meet i got to meet him last year ace flies with the phoenix he's so great he's so cool yeah he's a, no, he's a true
1: he, he's a true logan roy yeah. em, empire of the family
2: yeah he talked to yeah. us about the uh process of relocating phoenix to that park yeah. that's awesome Last week's episode, we recorded just one day
0: before Six Flags made their 2024 park announcements. And with that, like we already knew a few things, like the Ultra Surf model that was going to Six Flags over Georgia had already been announced a few days prior, but we didn't know these next two we're about to talk about. So we're going to start with this one first at... Probably the smallest park in the Six Flags chain, if not Frontier City. It's Great Escape. So they will add their first coaster since 2005 with the Bobcat next year. First First time Gravity Group, actually, has ever worked with Six Flags, too. It's awesome that Great Escape is adding anything because you know, it's been so long since they added a new roller coaster. Same as Dorney park. The first time they added a new roller coaster. Well, for Dorney, that wasn't relocated, but like yep. a ground up is 2005. That's when Hy- Hydra mm-hmm. open.
1: Yep. Yeah. Nice it, it, it's, it's super exciting for, for great escape, honestly. And I think it's a really great fit at the park. Now, a lot of people are complaining, like, obviously they already have like a major wooden coaster, but you know, this is going to be like a very different experience than, than Comet, Um, you know, Were there better fits for the park? Sure. You know, I think a multi-launch would have been great. Like, you know, um, and that's obviously like the dream pick for a park like that. But you can get, you know, one of these small family-friendly gravity group coasters probably for pretty cheap. Um, and it's perfect timing. Like, you know, now they're finally getting rid of a problematic ride in Alpine bobsled, which I was lucky enough to ride about a month before it closed and
0: yeah, I it a week
1: a before they announced it was going to close. So yeah, I, was, I, I totally lucked out with that. I didn't even know it was going to be closing this year, but now I, now, uh, I, myself and you know, pretty much everybody else has a reason to go back there next year. Um, cause Bobcat's going to take that plot of land. And I, 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 I love it for the park. Like it's, it's well-deserved and it took way too long.
2: This edition uh, it's way better than some other editions that people were saying they could have gotten honestly.
1: Yep. Yeah, I was I expecting um, oh go ahead, Jack. I was expecting something maybe like like Rookie Racer, just like a, you know, like Vacoma Junior Coaster, like, you know, just another kind of family-friendly ride which obviously Gravi- Gravity Group coasters are, but if it's, you know, anything like Oscar's Waggy Taxi, look out, like that could, you know, very well be, you know, the best in the park.
2: True yeah that. so yeah so it'll be it'll have a height of fifty five feet max speed forty miles an hour, one thousand four hundred and twelve feet of track, and it will be very very similar to timber at wallaby Rhone Alps in France,
1: yeah, yeah. and you know the, the the stats are modest, but these rides like it's just all about how they ride like you don't really know what you're getting into until you actually get on the coaster. And yeah, I mean, you know, I I'm so excited for this park. Like I, yeah. I think it's a great addition.
2: This one is a slight step up from the normal gravity group family woodies. Cause most of them hover around the 40 to 45 foot height mark. This one is 55 feet. Most nice. of them, ho- most of them hover around 35 miles an hour. This one is 40. So this one's a slight step up from the normal gravity group family woodies. Awesome. Nice.
0: Yeah, uh, I said on uh, our last episode, when they announced they were removing Alpine Bobsled, my initial reaction was, (laughs) okay, they're probably going to be the first park to add one of the Wild Moose RMC models that were revealed. But yeah, no, I think overall, the Gravity Group is a better fit than a Wild Moose model. Um, Wait,
2: when was the last um, time New York got a new wooden coaster? Because I know for Woody's in uh, New York, uh, Cyclone is 1927. Um it might, it, be it might have been Comet yeah it might have been comet it might have been comet because ninety four was comet mm. uh predator at Darien Lake was 1990 or ninety one something like that I can't early nineties yeah early nineties uh is there another woody in New York that i'm forgetting Well I, I know think, there's another oh,
1: gravity group in New Hampshire, but that's dr- not
2: you know that's uh roar Dra- sword, right dragon at ride playland I forgot about dragon at ride playland. i I think it was comet then yeah yeah it must have been Comet. if that's the case and this is the first wooden coaster that new york has gotten in like 30 years yeah
0: now great escape is um looking like they may start like expanding and adding more attractions look at adirondack outlaw that was a big ride for them the two years ago
2: yeah yeah my friend tyler he just went there uh last weekend for uh, alpine bobside's closing weekend and he said great escape's a really nice park it looks pretty good honestly it, for it's it's really part.
1: nice really nice atmosphere doesn't feel anything like a six flags park in my opinion i mean it has the like, typical ads or whatever but like um you know it, it feels really unique in the six flags chain
0: great escape weird park but nice in its own quirky ways i guess
1: and I luckily know. getting a new coaster thank goodness
0: yeah. finally
2: it's about time so now let's talk about
0: a much bigger park and a more significant addition i guess
2: yeah.
0: Um, this is the Flash Vertical Velocity. Such an overused name, let me just say that. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's the first Vacoma Super Boomerang in the U.S. It's headed to Great Adventure next year for their 50th anniversary. So, Jack, since it's our home park, and when I realized that Jason and I were going to be talking about this this week, I knew it was the perfect time to have you on the podcast so you can give your thoughts on this ride. You made a really cool reel on Instagram for this ride. I thought that was, like, very well done. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, it's super cool. You've been putting out great content, and uh, I love what you're doing. But besides what you said and you're real, just right here, give us your initial reaction when it was announced.
1: I mean, yeah, like I, I, I think everybody who was predicting this ride hit the nail right on the head. You know, you got a Vakoma Super Boomerang, and honestly, I remember when uh, the other one uh, opened in China, like I think like earlier this summer. I just saw the video and I posted on my story, like, Oh my gosh, like I would love to see one of these in the U S like this, this ride model looks awesome. Like, you know, I I can't wait to see, you know, if this eventually, you know, comes over to the States and (laughs) lo and behold, like first one there there, or the the, the next one after the first one ever built comes to, yeah. One of one of our home parks. So like, (laughs) that's insane. And like, I honestly, like, I I feel like they looked at the original one with yellow track and red supports and they just thought flash like that's perfect, you know? And, and though, though, Flash vertical velocity, you know, it's a, it's a very you know, like you said, overused name. It's 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 a, at multiple other parks, um, at least it's you know, a new, it's it's a new take on that name, right? And but I, I will say that for as much as the park was, um, you know, uh, hyping up the ride and like you know, doing all the hints and stuff, and you know, the, and they and they they mentioned Batman and Robin, the chiller too. I thought it would ha- it would. Involve that in some way, and I thought perfect opportunity for them this year would have been to incorporate the new Flash movie because that has Batman and other DC characters in it, and it involves time travel. So I figured that it would it would uh, be somewhat something along the lines of the the comic book uh, Flashpoint. Somebody actually DM'd me that they they, they they thought that you know it would be maybe it be called Flashpoint, which also also works well with the, the vertical spike. Um, but, it, and that's a comic book storyline where the flash like travels back in time and has Batman involved in stuff. And I thought it could be, you know, something, you know, relatively well themed, something along those lines, but knowing six flags, you get what you get. And it's like, you know, just be happy with it. <laughs> like, you know, as far as theming goes, it's probably just going to be along the lines of like Wonder Woman and, uh, you know, Superman, just like signs in the queue, maybe will be the queue. some yeah. kind maybe of storyline, but you know, it's, it's going to be limited. Like, and, but I do think it's going to look really cool next to the front entrance. I mean, they just revamped that front entrance. It's going to look sick. Um, Now the capacity, obviously we're not, nobody's looking forward to the capacity on this thing. Um, Will there be a turntable? Probably not. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like I would almost think that this ride would benefit from a delay like Aquaman had. Now I'm not saying I want another pandemic or anything, but (laughs) like if this ride does have delays and doesn't actually end up opening this year, uh, it would be great if they ended up adding a turntable, but then again, since this is such a new ride model from Vacoma and you know, the, the park executives were saying that they just, you know, kind of bought this as is, and they're just going to put it there cause it was like a last minute thing. Um, it's probably, like I said, as is, and it's not going to have a turntable, which is going to stink, but you know, it's, um, I'm really looking forward to those new gen, uh, Vekoma Vest restraints. I think, it, I think those are going to be great. Um, and I think it's gonna be a really fun ride. I mean, like I, w- when I first saw it in China, I was like, that looks awesome C- capacity or not. I think it's gonna be a great ride. You just got to rope drop six flags and ride it first thing.
0: Yeah. It's definitely going to be one of those rides that you got to hit when the fir- when the park first opens in the morning. Yep. Um, or else you're and waiting about really two hours for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do hope this has a single rider line though. Like, I mean, that would almost be like a requirement of a, a ride with just one train in a park like this. Because I think even Jersey Devil has like a, you know a, 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 it can even do like four train operations. Like I remember like when it when it first opened, it had that, and like it now it can, does three but trains. It like never still. does exactly, yet. yeah. But like you know, every ride there like has better capacity, and you know, I think it would be foolish of them not to
2: have a single rider line. You know, I'll be for- honest.
0: Oh, go ahead, Jason.
2: I was going to say, you know, for this being uh, bought last minute, this is a dang good edition.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
0: I will say this, though. Um, for a park of its size, I don't think it was their best choice because of the capacity. Um, the actual layout like it does fill a lot of gaps in the parks lineup it's the only other launch coaster besides king to Ka, which is pretty cool
1: yeah um, no and, and and the ride def or the excuse me the park definitely needed another launch coaster that wasn't yeah. one of the most intense launch coasters in the world you know what i mean what's this gonna go like 60 uh yeah just under i think it's like 59 miles per hour and like you know like yeah. and you could you could call that family friendly but like not even like it, it should still be a pretty intense ride um, goes upside down twice, but it but upside down, you know, four times. Um, if you consider the backwards element too. Um, I think this is a great addition to the park. And I I got my fingers crossed, you know, that that this is like the thing that they just bought from Vacoma because they just had an extra one and they got a good deal on it. And then in twenty twenty five, like I keep kind of hearing rumors about that there will be something bigger added over where like where the old theater was. Um, or it's still standing, but like, you know, they they are planning on apparently uh, the uh, no, it's like the it's the one next to Med- Medusa. I forget the name of the stadium, but it's uh, oh, the, like, you mean the concert venue stadium in the back? Oh,
0: you yeah. mean the Northern Star? Yeah, arena, the Northern Star. Back yeah. There.
1: So yeah. I and I, I do think that like somewhere somewhere in the future, maybe not next or by and by next year, I'm already working like two years ahead, and I'm talking about 2025, maybe 2026 or something like that. Then we get like another multi-launch coaster all the way back there would be awesome. Uh, and they, they have the land to work with. I mean, Great Adventure is the largest amusement park in the world with all the land that they have. Um, and, and and let's not forget the the wildlife, um, you know, like glamping experience that they're adding as well, which that I feel like is a lot more in line with what Celine wanted to do. And this is honestly the perfect park to do it. I mean, like Great Adventure is the only one with that giant drive through wildlife experience. And, you know, like, I, I think it looks like an awesome experience. That's definitely in line with what they wanted to start doing.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, now we're going to discuss all the announcements from Destination D23. It was held at Disney's Contemporary Resort this past weekend. So, nothing too major announced because, again, This event is not just for the parks. It's for Disney Plus and their movies, TV shows, the cruise line. It's just anything that has to do with Disney or that Disney owns. So it's not just about the parks. But on here today, we're just going to talk about the parks. So first, I want to acknowledge um, Test Track. They're going to be reimagining it it's still going to be sponsored by chevy however they're going to somewhat theme it to world of motion so jack do you want to kind of give your thoughts on this
1: I've always been a big fan of a uh, test track. And I actually, when, 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 I, when I first started getting into roller coasters, like I actually had that on my roller coaster ranking, thinking that it was a roller coaster until I discovered RCDB. And I was like, wait, what? Like, wh- where's test track? I'm like, I'm looking it up. I'm like, well, it's not <laughs> coming up. Like what's going on here? And then I had to like discover that it's just this like ultra fast, flat ride, I guess. And it's like, what? Like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a really fun ride, but they, they have been doing a lot of updates to, to Epcot. Um, you know, obviously with, with, uh, the guardians coaster right there, cosmic rewind, um, you got, you got to spruce up everything, right? Like, and, and so, you know, if, if a ride's even becoming slightly unpopular, you gotta do something to spruce it up. And that's exactly what they're doing here.
0: True that, um, love test track. Um, I'm glad that they're not changing it, the theme entirely and it's themed after like a movie or another ip like it's true Um, yeah something else i want to note here is that the bug's life it's tough to be a bug show which is in the tree life theater at animal kingdom is finally going to be removed that show is so outdated i don't even think a bug's life was ever really that popular to begin with but Apparently, they are making a sequel to the movie Zootopia, so they're adding a Zootopia show to replace it, which I think is a pretty good replacement to kind of remind people of Zootopia because it's been a couple years since that movie even came out and get people kind of interested again for when the sequel drops.
1: I mean it's a great movie like it's it's super yeah, underrated. It is good. Yeah, I, I think I I think I've only seen it once but it, it it left a mark and yeah, Bug's Life definitely, you know, like a, a little bit older of an IP. I will say it dude, it 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 had its time, trust me. It's coming from somebody who's a little bit older. It, it had its time. Like Toy Story, Toy Story is more popular now because it had so many sequels, but I th- I feel like a Bug's Life could have had like an alternate universe. I feel like there are four a Bug's Life movies like it could have had a similar trajectory like that. I guess I
0: don't remember it ever being but, yeah,
1: yeah, but it's not relevant right now. It's if is going to sequel, much more relevant.
2: Here's the difference between Toy Story and A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life that was 1998, 25 years later, A Bug's Life's uh, outdated at this point. Toy Story, on the other hand, is timeless.
1: But it also has three sequels. <laughs> like that's yeah, the one they chose, and you know.
2: Several
0: TV specials. And- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A Bug's Life is just a one-off, and then they're like, "All right, we're on a net new things." But everybody loved Toy Story so much, they're like, "All right, we're going to keep doing this." So you
2: know, you know, they were going to make a Bug's Life too, but they're like, "No, nah, let's go and make Toy Story two instead."
1: Yep, and, <laughs> and that, 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 that ends up being. History. Better... I'm telling you, there's an alternate universe where there's a there's a a Bug's Life cinematic universe.
2: That ended up being the better decision, anyway. <laughs> 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 and then, the last one I have here
0: is that they acknowledged Dave Goles, who not only is celebrating 50 years with the Muppets this year, he um, is the performer behind The Great Gonzo, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, a bunch of iconic Muppet characters, but he's also the voice of Figment. So at Destination D23, they had a life-size Figment character come out and greet dave with several cast members on the stage giving him his shining moment and apparently you're going to be able to meet figment now at epcot so that's pretty cool i guess um Hmm. i was hoping with the fact that they had dave goals there and other uh muppet characters making their like cameos that we were going to see something with muppet vision be announced or maybe a possible replacement uh and update who knows but Sadly, nothing with the Muppets yet, but I can keep dreaming. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's basically the three major things that I wanted to hit for uh, Destination D23. Um, And then we have one more here. So this one should be pretty quick. You guys have both been on this ride. I haven't. Oh, man. I think this is uh, probably (laughs) a good good upgrade. Uh, So those that are listening on Spotify and not watching we are now talking about wildcat at lake compounds um gravity group is coming in to you know make their magic happen and hopefully make this ride better than it is
2: yeah because um for those of you who don't know wildcat it opened in 1927 it was built by pdc ptc sorry it was completely rebuilt in the 80s by i think it was den corporation and then it was completely that re- sounds right And then it was completely rebuilt and retracked again in 2017 by Martin Vlemex.
1: It looks like such an innocent little coaster when you when you walk into Lake Compounds, you got the front entrance. There's like a little like carousel horse on a stick thing, like the the statue that you got, and then there's just this like little you know old white lo- looking roller coaster, wooden Assuming coaster. Assuming
0: it's gonna be tame and nothing. You yet.
1: think, yeah, like it's like this nice little family ride, and then all of a sudden, like <laughs> you're just being shook all over the place, like and it's just. <laughs> It's horrible, man. Like yeah. It, yeah, it's it's not good.
2: Yeah, Nick, Nick, for whenever you ride it, if you're expecting airtime on that ride, forget about it cuz that ride has no airtime at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know.
0: And I, I would go to that park for boulder dash. I yeah. probably would be a would probably be a one and done even with the gravity group retrack. But for those that, you know, grew up riding that coaster, like older folks, um, you know, I'm sure you're happy that it's still sticking around and they're doing the best they can to keep it still operating. Um, and I, I,
1: I don't think they could have gone with a better manufacturer to do this retrack either. You know, like I, I, I think the gravity group should hopefully be the one. alive. Yeah. They, they should hopefully be the one and only co- company to actually breathe new life into this roller coaster. Like I'm actually very excited to see what they're able to do with it.
2: Yeah. And the layout's not even that good to be honest.
1: Yeah, and it's like if you can just provide a smooth ride experience, because like they have like a good major wooden coaster there already. With you Lord just need Ash. this one to just be smooth and fun for the kids. Right now, it's not, so <laughs> it's it's a very good decision for them to to try it again and to try to retrack it just you know six or seven years later.
2: I'll just say though, I'm lucky I even got that credit at all. Because When I went to Lake Compounds in 2018, it had been closed for about three weeks prior to that. Mm. But the day I went was the first day that miraculously was back open again. And for some reason, I stupidly decided to ride it twice. Oh, it was so God. rough. Yeah, that'd be so a rough. one. And, that'd what, be is it be
1: better in like the front or the back or like wherever you, you rode or just?
2: Neither. I rode both front and back, both were horrible.
1: Yeah, that does, it doesn't need a reride at all. <laughs> one,
2: one, one thing I'm wondering though, will it keep GCI's Millennium Flyer trains that got in 2018, or will it? Get, hope not. Or will it get Gravity Group's uh, Timberliners?
1: I, I like both types of those trains, but I, I imagine. I mean, I, I know that Grizzly kept its its own train, but I, I would think if you're going to go through the effort of retracking it, that's also partially why it's probably gotten to be so bad, is because it's just got like, like you, you know, you said didn't, uh, you know. Re- retracted and then martin and blemings and like all these different companies like and, and they're and they're all putting their own take on it you know gravity groups just got to scrap the whole thing and just you know new track new train call it a day it's now a gravity group and see what see what happens
2: clearly the martin and Vlemix retract didn't work because yeah. yeah. uh just six years after that they're already having to fully retrack it again yep Yeah. I'll no. say though, uh,
0: if it... I agree with everything you guys are saying. I mean, you're not saying anything that I haven't heard from other enthusiasts. That's... I can't really contribute to this conversation, but I'll just say, sure. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if it, it's supposed Trust to us. be, if it's supposed to be the pre-cut, it's supposed to be the pre-cut track, and if it ends up being the pre-cut track, and if it rides anything like Grizzly and the Beast do after their retracks, Wildcat will be a That's really good point. Wildcat will be a really enjoyable ride. Uh, if it rides like those coasters do after their pre-cut track, re tracks.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely a good point, man. Okay, so we made it to the special segment, and this is going to be it, and then we're going to wrap up today's episode. Um, so again, Jason doesn't know either, Jack. But here we go. So, if you could bring back w- just <laughs> one defunct roller coaster from your home park, what would it be and why? And it has to be one that like we've never been on before. Well, so. This kind of mm.
2: sucks for me because uh, the only coasters that Dollywood has removed are a Mine Train, a Wild Mouse, and the Kitty Coaster.
0: Okay. Um, we'll start with you, Jack, because yeah. I'm actually torn between two. But uh, when it's my turn, I'll just pick one.
1: Well, you know, uh, so I'm, I am I live in the Philly area, so I, I, I do consider myself having about like three home parks. I consider, you know, Great Adventure, Dorney, and Hershey all kind of home park, you know. Uh, you know, eligible basically. Um, but I'll, I'll go with great adventure here. Cause they have a ton of defunct coasters to choose from. Um, I mentioned it earlier, Batman and Robin, the chiller, that thing, you know, I, I remember seeing that growing up and, you know, I, I didn't really get into roller coasters till probably I was maybe, maybe like 10 or 12. Um, but I just remember, you know, going to great adventure at, at, you know, like maybe five, six years old and looking at the park map and seeing that and being like, what's that? And it's like, and, and it was still on the park map, but it was like basically gone or being torn down or closed or like, it was never available. It was always like an option. And then it was just never there. And it, 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 is, it always looked cool to me then. And the videos that I've seen of it, like it looks awesome. Like I would love, I would have lo- loved to go, go back to opening day of that ride and ride it right then as, as it was when it, when it, when it, when it first opened before they, you know, modified it. Um, that would be, definitely be the defunct coaster that I would want to get on. Did
0: it have the trains like jokers jinx?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, with the the okay. LIM launches with the with the fins on the sides. Yeah, I think it didn't it,
0: have over the shoulders, right? I don't
1: I don't think it did. Not not from the videos I've seen. I I could be wrong. Um but yeah, no. I, I, that would definitely be the one I would choose. Um a close second I think would be Great American Scream Machine because that is a, a defunct coaster that I very well could have ridden. Like my 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 mom rode that like without me and my sister, like we were, we were too scared to ride. I think probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old. Um, and she rode it without us. And I You're could have, tall. I
0: was going to say, you were probably tall enough at that age. I probably wasn't. Yeah,
1: no, no, I, I totally <laughs> was. I just, I just chickened out. Like I was right there. Like I, I could have done it and I, I didn't. And that, that's, that, that's the one I regret not riding. Now, Batman Robin the Chiller, I don't think it was ever actually operating while I was at the park. Like I don't remember actually ever seeing it running. I just remember always yeah. just seeing the structure and being like, "Well, what's happening with that thing?" you know? So I know yeah, what I would,
2: you mean. Yeah, yeah, that
0: makes sense. I
1: definitely cool. choose the Chiller.
2: Yeah. All right, Jason, I'll go last. Okay, w- w- one thing real quick though before I do mine. For those Premier Rides LIM coasters, you know Speed the Ride is up for sale right now. It is. You're right. Mm-hmm. maybe in another I, episode I would, we can
0: talk about like would, where
2: that could go yeah i'd love to see a park buy that but then again i don't know if a park would want to put up with a 90s lim coaster i don't, think they're, as out- I don't think they're in storage outdated. For him, ever.
0: i don't think they're that outdated though they kind of live up
2: <laughs> but anyway this special segment <laughs> this is gonna kind of suck for me actually can i do dollywood and six flies over georgia
0: yeah you can do both because
2: sure. dollywood okay I, I'm just
0: gonna do Great Adventure because that's like the closest park to me. Yeah. Um, besides I guess like Clementon, but obviously they're <laughs> only their only like defunct coaster, like is the Jackrabbit, and I don't even want to talk about that because I really know nothing, nothing about
2: it. Clementon
1: <laughs> Clementon doesn't exist. Let's let's say <laughs> like that's not
0: fair.
2: For, for Dollywood, I have Sideshow Span, which is defunct, but um the I'll have to go with the Thunder Express. The Arrow Mine Train that's now at... Uh, what's the park in Arkansas called? Magic Springs. Magic
0: Springs, yeah.
2: Yeah. It used to be Thunder Express at Dollywood. And before that, it was at Six Flags St. Louis, actually. But... um, Because okay. Dollywood's only, only ever had three defunct coasters. Sideshow Spin, Thunder Express, and Scamper, which was their wooden wild mouse coaster from ni- the 1960s. Okay. But yeah, I'm going with Thunder Express. For Dollywood, which is still in operation in Arkansas, yeah. And for Six Flags of Georgia, I'd probably, eh, yeah, I'd probably go Deja Vu. Uh, those uh-huh. uh, giant inverted boomerangs back in their heyday—they looked pretty cool.
0: What's there? Like one left? Isn't it just
2: aftershock for for America? Yeah, for there's yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The one I regret not getting those Georgia Cyclone, definitely. Uh, I really. I could have gotten that credit. In fact, I actually tried to get that credit, but I failed because I didn't make it down there for the first time in time.
0: Gotcha. So my turn. Yeah. Um, All go right. for it. I think I, hmm, I'm i torn between two, and you already mentioned them, uh, Great American Scream Machine and Batman and Robin the Chiller. I know there would be some people on here that would say, like, what about Rolling Thunder? Nah, not for me. Cool. But I've been on multiple, like, classic racing wooden coasters. Like, uh, Rebel Yell at King's Dominion's decent, but even Rolling Thunder didn't even look that good.
2: So um, Viper? <laughs> I'm kidding. Definitely not Viper. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm being stupid.
0: But uh, <laughs> being someone that really enjoys Joker's Jinx at Six Flags America, I'm going to go with Batman and Robin the Chiller. Although I do love Justice League. If I could have Justice League or Batman and Robin the Chiller, I'd probably pick Justice League because I really like where it's located in the park. Um, I think the Metropolis area is really nice. And uh, that's where the Flash is going to be located. And somehow Cyborg
2: is staying, which I thought they would have removed that. A great great adventure. Besides uh, Batman and Robin the Chiller, you know what would have been a cool ride to experience? Ultra Twister. Maybe if it didn't like hurt my neck. <laughs> those those rides look cool, not going to lie. They're cool,
0: yeah, but um I don't know. Uh, one of those rides it's like a little outdated I feel like now.
1: No, Nick. I I think I would rather have Batman and Robin the chiller than uh than Justice League. I think it I would, that would look so cool over there. And but at, at least we we're, we're getting a ride pretty Justice similar League, to though. it yeah
0: justice league is a great dark ride yeah gotta give it that
1: but we are getting a pretty similar ride with uh with the flash vertical uh vertical velocity so you know i i can't
0: complain nah me either absolutely Mm. not um okay so we made it through the special segment um jack thanks for coming on man uh it was great having you on first time ever having you on um we'd love to have you on again i'm sure at some point but it was perfect timing having you on because we were talking about the flash and few other topics, you know, like you've been you've been on Wildcats, you contributed to that conversation. So always great. Um, why don't you plug your socials real quick?
1: Yeah, man. Thank you so much uh, to you guys for having me. Uh, you know, it's definitely an honor. Would love to come back, uh, talk some coasters. Uh, honestly, I feel like I don't get to talk coasters enough. So any, any uh, opportunity I get uh, is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, my, my, my tag is at uh, Coaster John. Uh, that's not my name. John, it's John, like the Philly slang word at um, Coaster John on uh, YouTube, TikTok and Instagram. Uh, definitely, you know, feel free to give me a follow. Like Nick said, I've been, you know, trying to put up some, uh, some good, good quality reels uh, for your yep. viewing pleasure. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, at Coaster John, Check it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jason, since I did the intro, why don't you sign us out today, man?
2: Yeah. All right. So, thank you all so much for watching this week's episode of The Thrill Life. If you're interested in hearing more about all the latest theme park and roller coaster news, Be sure to tune in. Uh, We do episodes of The Thrill Life all the time here on my YouTube channel, Coasters and Things, as well as Beyond the Thrills on Spotify. So be sure to uh, stay in tune with us. And this is Coasters and Things. Beyond the Thrills and Coaster John. (laughs) All signing out. Thank you all so much for watching. See you guys later.